Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Corey Carlson. How are you doing, Corey? And where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> Uber, nice to meet you via this podcast. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio in the United States. Wonderful. It's a pleasure having you here today. As an entrepreneur, former executive, uh, husband, and father of three, Corey Carlson understands the pressures working parents face. He's passionate about helping business leaders win at home and work. 20 years in corporate America gave Corey amazing opportunities as he worked his way up to the executive level. But he also saw brokenness. Work without purpose, burnout, lack of focus, strained marriages, and absentee parents. Today, Corey supports leaders with executive coaching, speaking, and writing. And I think your mission to win both at work and at home is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Corey. Well, well, thank you. Uh, likewise, and, and family matters. I mean, you and I are have a lot of things in common already. We're already aligned on that, right? That's right. <laughs> Wonderful. So the first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? My ideal client is a 35 to 60-year-old man who is, is married, has kids. I, I do a lot of faith with my coaching. So a lot of times, I, you know, they love Jesus and they, they drink beer. And, but they're also hungry and they're humble to get better. So I coach outside of that all the time. I've coached women. I coach millennials. I've coached older people, single people, all, all of those, as well as even atheists. But as far as that ideal avatar, that's that, that's that sweet spot where I can I relate to the most and I can really provide tools that have helped me. The biggest challenge that my client face is that they appear successful on the outside but inside they don't feel that way. They have very busy schedules, they are overwhelmed, and they just feel lonely. They feel disconnected from any key relationships, whether it's with their spouse or their kids or their good friends. And 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 really kind of they just doubt if they're doing the right things. No, I understand. So that paints a clear picture. So, and I think many executives have that. And I think as far as I understand, you know, the burnout uh, rate in corporate, that there are not even uh, statistics about that, like in the medical professional field, which I'm also working with. And they have clear numbers about, uh, you know, those who kind of like suffer of uh, burnout and, and overwhelm. So, and because we are all humans, well, Assume, assumingly that we all are, uh, what are common mistakes your clients make when trying to solve that kind of problem? They try, they try to strive their way to the top. They just try to do more. You know, if, if they're feeling not enough in an area, well, I'll just work harder. I'll, I'll stay longer at work. I'll do more emails. I'll make more social media posts. And then It's saying yes to more activities. If some friends invite them over for a barbecue or a dinner, it's like, yes, they just say yes all the time. And, and you can't strive your way to the top. 
I I love this quote that the quantity of our no's will drive the quality of our yeses. And I'll say it again. The quantity of our no's will drive the quality of our yeses. So before people get a coach or before, the, and even in my own life, I just was saying yes to everything. Man, if I can kind of be everywhere, I can try to do it all. And finally, it was like, no, I've got to slow down. And then what I say yes to, I'm going to be all in. I'm going to be very intentional. I don't need to be involved in three nonprofits. You know, I don't need to be in a whole bunch of different, you know, men's groups or even attending all the meetings I need to. Maybe it's prune, remove some of those things so that I could be more focused on what I say yes to. Very well. So that's very well put. Um, so before I ask Corey, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something here to our audience. If you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Corey, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that in a broader sense? You know, one action that they can do, and it's one I even do with my own clients, is to list out a lot of the activities you are involved in and really just consider is now the time to continue doing that or should you prune? Should you get rid of some activities? And so some people, you know, myself included, if we're not careful, we've said yes to a lot of different events, activities, and we we're just we continue just to do them. And we never stop, zoom out and be like, hey, do I really still need to do this? I mean, this may have made sense a year ago, but maybe it doesn't make sense anymore. And so I just encourage clients to kind of do an audit of what's going on in their calendar, the activities they're saying yes to, and just ask yourself, do you need to continue doing that or not? So that's just one you know, kind of free thing that they can go do themselves. Right. Fantastic. No, I, I appreciate that uh, sharing that because it, it helps us to set these boundaries, but also gives us the space where we can make these decisions and have that outside perspective on our own lives and to really check on ourselves. So, and I want to give you also the platform to share where people can find you, but also what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that might help with that, but also in a broader sense. Yeah, at my website, it's CoreyMCarlson.com, which you'll, you'll put in the show notes. But at, at CoreyMCarlson.com, you can sign up. You know, obviously, get, I do a weekly newsletter. But the giveaway right now is 10 ways to win at home. It's just 10 ideas, things that you can start to incorporate. So, some may be new to you. Some may be old ideas, right? There's nothing new under the sun. But it's a reminder of what can, in fact, work. You know, so often people know that they can win at work because there's KPIs, key performance indicators, or there's metrics, but they kind of lose sight of, hey, how do we win at home? How can we even be intentional at home? And so in those 10, I put some key important things. It's dating your spouse. It's dating your kids. It's having a digital Sabbath and just turning the phone off to make sure that we're not always on. And and so anyways, I put together 10 and that's very, very helpful. From there are access to both books. I've written two books. First one is Win at Home First, which is to help with work-life balance. The reason I wrote that book is because I lost at home first. And I learned things that helped me basically rebound, get my act back together. And I put those tools and it's helping many, many people. Uh, Fortune mag- uh, Forbes magazine said it's one of seven books everyone on your team should read. 
And so that's been been a fun journey. And then the second book is Rise and Go. And the idea is that all leaders get knocked down. It's just the great leaders get back up quicker. So what could it look like in your life if the next time you got knocked down, you were able to get back up quicker? So you can get access to both those books on the website. One of which, uh, Uber, as we talked before we hit record, Win Home First is published in German, which yes. is uh, very, very cool. As uh, obviously as well as in English, but uh, it's needs in German. So, anyways, my website's got a bunch of stuff. I too have a podcast, Win Home First, where I interview business leaders, where we talk home, work, faith. So, thank you for Wonderful. letting me share that. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, folks, please check it out, and uh, also the German version, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. Well, so what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? Yeah. Um, you know, you, you mentioned burnout earlier, and I think so many individuals, whether we fall into the statistic that we say we're burned out or not, there are days where we feel burned out. We wonder if it, if what we're doing is right, or is it, you know, it, it feels boring. About seven years ago, I felt that way. I was president of sales for a national contractor here in the United States, and I traveled every week, and it it just got kind of boring to the standpoint of like, is that all my life is, is just try to hit these revenue goals in, day in, day out. It just kind of felt empty. And as I was talking to my coach, that's I, I had a coach when I was in corporate America. And then once I found the benefit of it, that's why I became a coach. But uh, he basically said, hey, you need a personal vision statement. It will help you yeah. find the redeeming qualities of each and every day. And I was like, really? <laughs> you sure a, a sentence will help? Well, I went through an exercise and I put together a vision statement. My vision statements to connect people to greater performance and even more significant purpose. And that's the vision statement that I've had for about seven years. And it has been so powerful for me in my own life because every day I was like, hey, how can I connect someone to greater performance, either at work or home? So when I was in that same job, if I traveled to Nashville, Tennessee to be with my salesmen there, it wasn't just about hitting numbers. It's like, hey, how can I help David win at work and win at home and then connect to a, a significant purpose? For me, that may be faith, but for those that can't, you know, that don't believe in a, a faith component, it may just be a greater purpose. Like the world is just something bigger than just yourself. So serve others, you know, love others. Same thing if I traveled to New York and went with my salesmen there. Uh, it, how can I help him? And it was life-changing, Uber. And so I now work with all my clients to help them put together a personal vision statement that is 10 words or less. I'm sure you do something very, very similar with your clients as well. And so I, on the website, you can find out how to do that. I use these five Ps. And it's also in the book, Win at Home First, that puts out that layout. But that's that's one simple thing that I've done that's really been a game changer for me as well as other clients. So that is something that uh, listeners could put into play if they find themselves like, is this really all it is? I'm just supposed to be a doctor. I'm just supposed to be a salesman, or I'm just supposed to be a lawyer. What, whatever that is, you can find redeeming qualities in every day and live into your purpose. Absolutely. I tested that. So, and uh, yes, this is the power of uh, one simple and concise sentence. So it doesn't have to be a kind of like that overwhelming uh, long vision statement or whatever it is. So it should be really concise and clear and uh, and you should feel it. So it's really kind of like an expression of yours. Uh, would you agree to that? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I think if it is a long paragraph or a page, they forget it. They don't memorize it. They never probably go look at it. You know, if it's a Word document or a Google Doc, they never go look at it. But if it's short, you know, 10 words or less, it's kind of pithy. It puts a little fear in you because it's kind of big and scary, but also it it fires you up. Then that's that's good stuff. Absolutely. I totally agree. So this brings me already to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? I feel like we've had some goosebumps lately. Have you heard about the, uh, in the United States, that revival that was going on at the uh, Asbury University in, in Kentucky? Have you heard about that at all in Germany? Mm, don't think so, but remind me. So it's basically a, you know, a God movement, a faith movement revival. And so I took my son down there and it was quite an experience. They're singing all kinds of songs. There are thousands of people there. They're singing worship songs. We heard different testimonies of how people had, you know, drug addictions or alcoholic addictions or just something bad going on in their life and then how they came to know God and it changed. And now they're, they have freedom and they aren't having those addictions. And so that was pretty darn powerful where we got the definitely had the goosebumps there. And so that was my son and I. Well, then, meanwhile, my wife and one of my daughters, because the other one's in college, but went to Missouri to see uh, her dad, which is my father-in-law. He had a stroke in the fall. At Christmas time, we pretty much said our goodbyes. We you know, hugged him and kissed him because we thought it was the end. Well, they went and saw him this weekend for his 80th birthday, and he is walking uh, with the help of you know, support as far as leaning on the wall and things. I mean, it's, it's crazy. So we were talking about this weekend. Um, it just gives you goosebumps just to see, you know, something that, uh, you know, a, a miracle take place. So pretty darn wow. fun. Wow. Double goosebumps. Double <laughs> goosebumps. Yeah. It, it's, goosebumps. Been, it's been, been a busy weekend. Busy weekend. Good for you and your family. So thank you, uh, Corey, for sharing this beautiful Goosebumps moments. And also thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you. Appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today. Well, thank you very much for having me. Very, very grateful. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.corn.com.